Welcome to Fraser's Ridge, an Outlander podcast. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with two of my faves, Aaron and Katie. What up, guys? Hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's great. I'm Excellent. so stoked yes. to talk about Outlander with you guys tonight. Yeah, back on the ridge. Uh, this episode opens back in Lollybrock in 1980, and we get to meet our new Gem and Mandy actors. I personally uh, thought they were super adorable. What oh, did you guys oh think? So cute. The scene was like so good. It just, this is what cheered me up. When we were just talking about like watching mm-hmm. the episode, it opened to what I've been wanting, you know? Yeah. And it was a time jump and we saw them. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so cute. And like, they're just still adorable actors. Um, I fell in love with Mandy like immediately when she was like, won't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, oh be strong. <laughs> yep. They were super cute. I felt kind of bad for Jim throughout the episode. <laughs> the kids were really adorable. Um, And I was very, very jealous of Bree's uh plants she was doing an excellent job maintaining her plants and they're looking a lot better than mine at the moment they were thriving unlike my plants but like so was brie and roger like they look Mm -hmm. fabulous honestly like 1980 is so good for brie especially i think she looks great with her brooch i'm loving her like broochy necklace Mm -hmm. no necklace right yeah yeah yeah. she's wearing a beige sweater which is like my go-to <laughs> i'm currently yeah. wearing one and um loved her sweater i right. want one myself so she like yeah, went through was... your closet for sure <laughs> <laughs> i i liked this time jump so it was exciting to see like the kids a little older and yep. Yep. um i know we're gonna get to it in a second here but the inside of the house yeah, yeah. They've done a lot of work on the house, and it seems like they've kind of run through all the money that Frank and Claire left free, unfortunately. So they're not going to get in upstairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Just quickly, though, because this, I struggled with this, like, Brie turns to Roger and is like, we don't have it, do we? Like, (laughs) and I struggle with this because she was like bookkeeping for Jamie back on the ridge like you can't tell me she wasn't the one like handling all of their finances and And it's her money yeah I didn't think she'd be on top of it or did she want him to say we'll find a way or like she looked disappointed after when she hugged him right I like I get that the that we need to know that they're low on funds after this beautiful reno like I get it but she yeah. could easily but like turn to him and be like Roger we don't have it instead of asking him yeah. if they have right, it like what right. nope. it's funny though the scene because it's literally the scene in the last episode when they're like Put, like hiding the gold and they're like no we don't need we're not gonna need it like yeah. let's not even yeah. dig into this and you're like huh they're so gonna need it like that scene is gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. so obvious <laughs> but then it's also funny to get this literally yeah like hgtv episode here love it or list it 1980s with brie and roger <laughs> <laughs> like literally we've it's... got bargain mansions yeah, and, roger, so. yeah. <laughs> and then even just the clear look of 
we're gonna need the gold like it's just mm-hmm. like obvious you know yeah 1980 problems right yeah. like <laughs> running low on funds and go, go. <laughs> for your reno um, also like how do they have any money that's what I want to know like how do they even afford the house you know even though it was like foreclosed but like I mean I think because Frank and Claire did so well and then this money's just been sitting in a bank account accruing 1980s interest probably true. and then they also had property so maybe they sold the Boston house yeah, I think sure I think pretty they do yeah right or they probably got a good amount for that true did they sell that? I can't remember now. But it got them enough to get a downstairs uh, and like a Winnebago <laughs> yeah, or whatever that thing right. is they've been oh living in for two Rue. years. Yeah. How do you guys feel about them just being in Lollybrock? Right? I love it. Love it. Same. I love it. It's my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that caught me off guard is, a little bit. This is like my favorite plot point in all of the future timeline stuff is them being at Lollybrook and while we're talking about Lollybrook I should probably correct myself I was talking about the table from season one and that was at Castle Leoc not yeah okay okay okay. that makes sense so sorry clearly okay I I should have to do last episode I was gonna do like a corrections corner because I was talking about how clay um Bree's birth of Mandy was like super drawn out in the books and I was wrong it was Jem's birth and like Mandy's oh, is, like, a blurb apparently yeah. so it's okay we all make mistakes I would have believed you I have no yeah. recollection <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Bree definitely said Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ in that one episode and I only just said Jesus Christ and look at us I'm at, we are like we're Guys, so sorry friends we can admit our faults though aren't yeah. we like yeah. huge people yeah no <laughs> big time we are Own so it. characteristically Jamie Fraser. 100% <laughs> king of men all of us yes totally you guys Okay, question. Is the intro song exactly the same or did they change anything about it? Or do I just yeah. love, why do I like it now? Yeah, I, same thoughts. I heard it and I was like, oh, this is a bop. I'm digging it now. Like, <laughs> didn't have the fast car vibes for some reason. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch a previous episode and compare because I'm yeah. wondering if they just added background, like different music to it. Maybe, yeah. Definitely the same vocals, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but I was into it. I'm here for it now. I'm here for it. It's such a vibe. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I play the intro. Like, I don't mm-hmm. skip. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. like kind of like tonight I was like standing <laughs> in my living room watching standing because I was doing stuff and I just was like swinging around like the women. <laughs> so. Well, I thought I thought we were about to admit that we listened to this song and the various versions outside of watching the show. And I was about to uh, totally admit that I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally. I think our next scene is with Ian and Jamie and Claire camping. And Ian Mm -hmm. is like super paranoid that he hears Mr. Bug behind him, right? So tweaked. Yeah, he's so so tweaked. tweaked. He's never sounded more Scottish to me, though, when he's like, well, then let's settle it then. And I was like, okay, Ian, I want to see you settle it. Yeah. I'm like, what Indian peyote are you like smoking in? Like, <laughs> what did you find down. in the wilderness? Yeah, <laughs> they, they made that scene really intense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just kind of like, okay, I guess this yep. is where Ian's head's at. Sure, yeah. it's like fully freaking. Last episode, we were very 
kind of down on Jamie for suddenly deciding to get Ian to Scotland. And I'm like, actually, maybe this is a good choice because he needs yeah. some distance, right? Yeah, like an ocean's sure. worth of distance. Yeah, he needs like an eat, pray, love like journey. He like, does. <laughs> Um, how about the apple scene? I thought that was cute. Oh, guess, that was cute. Was like, what are you gonna eat? An apple? And was, yeah. And, and he like didn't want to get what the scurvy or something. It was a good callback to like earlier TV content slash book content of all like the Scottish Highlanders not wanting to eat any fruit. Yeah. Like you need fruit. Yup. Oh my god. There's no it. multivitamin in this. Yeah. Year. I, I liked it too, just from a pacing standpoint, like it kind of slowed things down mm-hmm. and we had this little moment where it's like, I, you guys, this episode, I needed like a map of the United States and like yes. dotted lines of like Jamie and Claire traveling <laughs> along the map versus right. Ian versus William. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah. There were so many different <laughs> timelines and miles traveled and then, yep characters meeting up in the next scene I was it was blowing my mind a little bit so I was happy to have this kind of like slow just chatting like relationship like cutesy scene during all of that you know in movies how they have like the map and then you see like the plane fly over yes exactly (laughs) yes (laughs) I needed that galloping horse so helpful with like a month and a year like can we know yeah Yeah. when are these things happening okay how about this next one this is insanity (laughs) this cluster oh my gosh oh my god did we need this there's a couple things we didn't need this episode this is one of them that was gonna be my question to you guys too first of all we meet cousin henry Mm -hmm. oh yeah yep so drunk as a skunk yeah yep. hey cousin henry wipes good to see you the declaration of independence yeah, <laughs> yeah the little flyer yeah. yeah tell me how you really feel yeah then we get bad red coat guy just literally lighting people on fire what the it's fuck? like blackjack like... randall wannabe is all i got from him like yeah. you are not quite it but yeah horrific this yeah. was horrific i didn't need this Mm-mm. yeah it also just like made me think of like the stigma of what you have smallpox probably right um i yeah i'm not sure what he means by the pox if it's the specifically pox. smallpox or something like I maybe is that a general term sexually right? transmitted yeah and it's like kind of crazy like the mentality of like you know whatever that disease or viruses like stigma is back then and like mm-hmm. the fact that he like felt he had the right to just like freaking set her on fire is like insanity yeah, gross yeah. and the the crowds cheering this and like not doing anything was yes. like so traumatizing yeah. except for william and his like very white teeth yeah <laughs> right his what teeth are so white for like a british person of this time period <laughs> that's my note like yeah. for the scene i right. mean they're lovely they're lovely yeah. but it took me out he's so majestic he's got such a majestic he, look so he does yeah. i really liked this casting because during this scene he like is looking on and he's so judgmental mm-hmm. and like is like horrified by what's happening and he does this look that's so similar to like a Sam Hugan look to me yeah. that it like yeah. it was a really nice little like oh yeah this could be like yep. his relative yep. yeah yeah 
they did a good job. Like I can see similarities in the way they're carrying themselves, yeah. which is like a very subtle, nice yep. way of working it in. They, or, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I want to see it. So I'm saying, no, it, I agree. I think they yeah. hit it out of the park with him. Like he's yeah. perfect. I agree. Yeah. Perfect William. Great casting. Like even the mother, like, I feel like he looks like the mother mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that perfect mm-hmm. hybrid blend. Um, there's a scene later, like the shaving scene later, where he's just looking off. He had such this such a stoic view of his. He just looked so handsome, and the light was shining on him. Yeah. I'm here for this character because I truly didn't think we'd get this much Willie. Like I thought it would be just yeah. like that one scene. <laughs> I was trying uh, to get that Willie. Yeah. No, just love, kidding. Um, <laughs> love the actor William. Yes. TPD. TBD. So, so wait, I feel like though they are doing this thing like perspectively where they're making them all look bad. You know, like they're just making the audience like we know who's going to win. We know who's on the wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like they're constantly just going to show them in like this bad light here, you know? They're, yeah. yeah they just like turn bad. Yeah. They've yeah. like become a trope, basically. Totally. But yeah, crazy scene. And then she like dies. Like it doesn't yeah. set her all on fire, but she just slowly dies it was really intense we get this terrible like her moaning and like just this her eyes and it was just awful awful literally awful and that was the moment where i was like okay willie like that was where you could see the jamie coming out you know like the just the goodness in him so i feel like we should give john gray a little credit too (laughs) he did all the raising story Oh my god. Right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Only because I'd be a little sad. <laughs> yeah, we forget so, about him. He spent 18 whatever years raising this kid. Yeah, it's like, like he's all Jamie guys. I know. Like, right. What the hell? <laughs> right? Like he taught his son to help women being set on fire. Like that's big. <laughs> huge it's there's definitely, there's definitely some like english john gray haughtiness in there too definitely. Yeah. Like, 10 out of 10 for the yeah. acting 100 next we go back to the 80s right we have yeah. roger yeah. sitting in i guess his new study in lollybrook there's this beautiful house with all of this hideous 80s furniture. I know. <laughs> like and the colors. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Coloring is just yeah. not it for me. I know. I know. But I it's it's appropriate for the time, mm-hmm. but still just like uh what this could be. Yeah. Um, and he's he's what he's like writing his like thesis on time oh. travel for yeah, the kids he's writing or whatever his time travel manual that makes sense the kids yeah I didn't know this what is was what happening. we know about time travel i thought he was reading i'm like because he said like um t- was talking about galus and he's like mm-hmm. bloodsuck yeah. is wrong <laughs> yeah. and um but i was like oh maybe he's like researching history of his lineage but no that makes more sense that he's because later on i was like what book is he talking about I think it's an interesting point he's making because he's like, typically you travel about 200 years, but Galus went back farther, but she used a blood sacrifice in addition to the other stuff. So basically blood sacrifice is more powerful, but he Mm. can't tell, he doesn't want to tell the kids that because he doesn't want to encourage them to like kill people in order to time travel. (laughs) So he's like, but it's wrong. (laughs) Here's Roger writing his like, 
his opus or whatever meanwhile like we just had this other episode where clearly like they know nothing about time travel like they actually like he still thinks they changed yeah right right it's just like you are wrong yeah oh my god okay and here's my major issue with this whole scene book writing aside like so he's busy writing his little like notebook Meanwhile, Brie has this big job interview and she still has mm. to get the kids ready for school. <laughs> like, yeah. Roger, you're just writing yeah. journal. Yeah, he's yeah. like sitting there with his musings. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. this is probably worthy of note. This is when Roger realizes the musket ball is gold. Yeah. So it's like yes. two years later. True. They managed to not lose this ball while right. they <laughs> while they live in a caravan and right. redo a home. Right. <laughs> He's playing with it. And like on the day on the week they're having money problems. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. So nice little bow. We're progressing the gold storyline. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and then in what might be my favorite interaction in the whole episode. <laughs> Roger asks Bree if he looks like a laird sitting yeah. at his desk and Bree like scoff laughs and gives him does not answer yes. and then like that's the end of the scene yes. and I'm like yeah that's that, that feels tracks. right yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so good so, so good. good but like he looked cute though he did look good he and did. she looked good like i was he looks excellent yeah, yeah. i definitely got good roger and brie chemistry this episode like i yes i was officially sold like finally you know they've had some other good scenes but this is the one where i'm like okay we're used to their banter we're used to their flirting mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. they've got it down like they love each other you know they're you know compatible mates and we can see it now and it was cute yeah, we we go back to like some of his insecurities later on in the episode, and I was very true. very frustrated yeah, with true. that because I think we've like yeah. we've really worked through all that. <laughs> I don't think we should be regressing. Yeah. He is like, what am I going to do now that it's 1980 and you've yeah. got a job? And it's yeah. like, you used to be a professor. Like, what are you talking at about? Oxford. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, he wasn't a professor at Joe Schmo University. Yeah. Like, he was at a prestigious university yeah, as a faculty member. Yeah. Go, any it, college would take him. Right. It's yeah. history. Right. Like, he teaches You history. just lived. Yes. You just lived this history. Like, yeah. And it's like, it doesn't. The research doesn't progress that rapidly. It's not like biology or like right. chemistry or something. Right. Like you will still be able to teach history with your little break. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous to me. Like if you're sad about bre- being the breadwinner, then go get a job. This right. just right. does not make sense to right. me in any way like he goes back to the past and he's like there's no room for a history professor here and like has to find his way and then he goes back to the future and he's like i don't think i want to be a reverend anymore what could i possibly do with myself and it's like you had a job and a career and things Mm -hmm. you cared about this does not make sense right and also his whole thing is he doesn't know if he believes in god anymore because they were able to change the process like no you didn't. You did it, <laughs> and you're not God. Chill. Oh, good lord, uh, I know. So that he was frustrating. Majorly backslid this up ep- yeah. in that whole section. I was like, yeah, I was liking Roger. 
I am blaming the color choices in the home. It's feeling oh my God. very red rum. The yes, shining. This, yeah. this red color that he's painting is horrendous. Yeah, and, for real. Okay, I know this is this is so out of order, but when Mandy gets put in the priest hole and she's bouncing on that thing, that is the creepiest looking bouncy uh-huh. ball face right. thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And it's giving me like twins in the shining energy like i don't yeah. know what they're doing to right. roger here but they're making him crazy <laughs> this is my yeah. opinion i didn't know what this priest hole was at first like i was glad that they named it as such because i was like what is this like an old like dry goods like storage yeah room? like right. what is this stone room yeah same. off the kitchen and like they just painted this whole kitchen red and yet the paint on the priest hole door is like this grimy chipped white like yeah. i was like you didn't you didn't paint the trim like right here Crazy. like what's they couldn't afford it now choices <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> were made yeah right um i have two questions that are kind of like outside well outside the episode a little bit but one why can't like why didn't they go back immediately like what's what stopped them from just going right back i don't understand that and two, do maybe we know this, but what happens to their gems when they go through? They like evaporate. They like, evaporate. They yeah, yeah they sacrifice to the ether. Okay, that's good to know. I've been wondering that. So then you think they'd be able to get gems in the future and just go right back to Fraser's Ridge? I don't they know why could. it didn't happen. There's like some discussion about the physical toll that time travel takes on oh. the body, and like for example, Claire doesn't know if she'll survive another trip. Like with how many oh. times she's gone. Interesting. So that might be the concern. Like they're worried about that. Mm. I'm going to bring the kids back to war, right? Like, right. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. We got to talk about Jemmy being fucking oh, bonkers. Go ahead. Okay. Like, literally, sorry. like, I'm sorry. Like, I love Jemmy, cutest kid ever, but he's nuts. We got a crazy kid on our hands. <laughs> with his fairy folk. With his fairy radios folk. apart. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on here, too, by the way. I was just like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jem's about to be spirited away. Is, um, I like I, that Roger's punishment is no pocket money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was totally planned. He's like, we need that money, yo. <laughs> this is just, this is so weird to me, because it's like, in, on one hand, they're like, he's blaming things we've never even mentioned to him before. But then they're like punishment. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like I mean, why don't why don't you guys like I don't know. I'm glad they focused that there was that they weren't sure where this was coming from a little bit. And I think Aaron, if as we watch some of this, will the storyline will continue to build. It's totally fairies. I'm gonna get it totally like Rick rolled, and it's gonna be like fairy folk like coming out of the nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Brie goes for her interview, lands the job, even though she doesn't have a degree, but she did get the necessary certifications, I guess. So she's going to be the plant inspector. And then while Brie is crushing it, William is certainly not thriving because he's like in the dismal swamp. Yeah. See a lot of scary looking animals. And then a snake freaks his horse out and a stick ends up in his arm. Yeah. Yeah, Snakes he's been man. going through it. <laughs> Snakes man. Snakes on yeah. a plane. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know if we mentioned like the reason he's in this swamp, because I guess that was a little bit before, was that Captain Richardson guy gave him a little bit mm-hmm. of a mission. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that Go mission deliver le- letters to some people. Okay, but like, what the hell with that mission? I fail because literally, like, I failed the moment he gave it. He's just like John Smith, Captain Planet, and no, I Marie. Remember these names? <laughs> Can't remember that. I'm like, down. who the hell? <laughs> Immediately <laughs> forgot. Like, so the I Cartwright is like the only one I remember. Like, can you see him again? One more time. Can you just one more time? Like, I would never guess. Like, this is the worst mission for me. I know. I I am impressed by his, like, memory for names. That comes from maybe the Scottish Highlander thing. Remember how Jamie would just talk about everybody and everyone's family? Again, sorry, maybe Lord John also had something to do with it. That's true. Willie's like, I can innately remember, like, seven names in one stretch. (laughs) Like, what's going on? I this was such an interesting interaction because it was like I need you to deliver these letters but you're not a spy yeah (laughs) yeah he's a messenger pigeon apparently yeah but it is like you know a covert yeah like okay if you have to tell me I'm not a spy like and I'm Probably yeah, right, true. <laughs> like spy code 101 <laughs> but yeah so this was i i don't know this whole snake thing was interesting because here we have the snake almost taking out william when mm-hmm. jamie had his snake yeah. bite that almost killed him so. yeah but Go also on. something that william did not get from jamie jamie's has a really good relationship with horses yeah. Yes. <laughs> and could probably have worked his way out of that, but this horse Jupiter just bolts and leaves William right. hanging. Okay. William's pissed. Yeah. This horse being named Jupiter feels <laughs> like a very John Gray thing to me. Like this feels yeah. like very British to me. Jupiter. To, like, <laughs> to be like naming your horse after yes. mythological like yeah. gods and that's true planets and things i was just like yeah that that feels yeah, right. right he got that <laughs> horse from lord john for sure yeah. okay <laughs> why didn't willie like get back on the road that's what was bugging me like why are you going through the bog just backtrack a little bit bro <laughs> come on fair point fair you point know? Yeah. Totally. I don't know. This is where that map with a dotted line <laughs> showing his steps yeah. would really you are really here. Come in handy. <laughs> we see well, the map and he just did circle and circle and yeah. circle yeah. the same spot until Ian found before. him. Well, and that that was one of the things too. So obviously he's fevered, he's not feeling well. He That's pulls true. the stick out, which like I don't know if he should have done or not from like a first aid <sighs> medical yeah, standpoint. I was thinking the same thing. But he's like stumbling around he's about to drink this like gross swamp water and and then we like look up and we see ian and it's just like these two are just such a foil for one another huh like it's so it's so great how incredibly different they are and watching them interact and i just really loved loved getting this moment it was yeah it was good causing chemistry between the two of them and you're kind of like just wondering the whole time if like Ian knows who it is and then you're like okay he obviously does you know when he gets the mm-hmm. name um and then just seeing Ian like keep the secret but then also have this family bond and like almost like a godfather kind of vibe to Willie mm-hmm. a little bit he is a lot older than Willie right I'm pretty sure Ian 
is five years older. Okay. okay. Before we jump into Ian, because like, I think we want to touch on this scene because it kind of goes off a little bit for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We need to backtrack to the interview. Yes. Okay. 100%. And I love this scene and I have notes in here because like, this is what we've been waiting for. This is like literally finally Brie getting to use her skills and like, yes. you know, to show off. So I just was like obsessed with the scene because we finally got to see her use her skills and slay and the dialogue between like the guy doing the interview and her being like well what do I what would I need a penis for <laughs> for this job it was so it started off so like like she's not gonna get it clearly mm-hmm. you know and then she just like embodied Claire and just was like totally dominated him like completely and like landed the job and showed her skills yeah um, it was great I was I loved her outfit First of all, I thought like the skirt was really cute. I really liked it. Um, And she did totally own that job interview and proved her worth. And it is very impressive that I guess in the two years they've been back, she's, you know, boned up on whatever regulations and things there are in that area of Scotland. Because I imagine everything's similar, but probably a little bit different than what she was learning in America. It's really an empowering scene. I mean, she basically blackmails him into giving her a job, right? (laughs) Like, she's like, let me list all of the violations you currently have. Wouldn't the local regulatory board be interested in finding these out? (laughs) Or you could hire me and I can help you fix fix that. (laughs) Which was great. I mean, like, good for her. She got what she wanted. I didn't love this as much. It was very heavy handed in like Mm -hmm. the, the sexist interview gender stereotyping to an extreme right so it was like she had to get him tea and he thought she was there for the secretary position and then he actually says but you're a woman (laughs) (laughs) and like all these things build to her actually having to say like i why do i need a penis and i was just like i can't speak to how things went in the 80s so maybe these things yeah. occurred yeah right my yeah. personal experience has been more passive aggressive but you know right. like, less direct yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, in the end it was great to see her shine and yeah. like you said Aaron I, I do think she um she did seem very Claire like here which was which was cute yeah totally it was good yeah. I, I think it's meant to be a little like it's meant to be comical and I guess because yeah. of that it's a little bit over the top yeah it's good. Uh, yeah, it added to I'm the excited. Mix. Yeah, I was. I thought seeing the dam was really cool. That and was cool. like, True. I loved the whole setting. So that was neat. And yeah, uh, yeah. Bree in the workforce. Bree in the workforce. Mm-hmm. We do have a little quick scene too um, before Ian uh, gets to Willie, mm-hmm. where they basically are, you know, doing the whole conscription thing and like talking mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only comment I have, which I thought was kind of funny, was like jamie telling claire and ian about the whole thing and you know they're making their plan to fight all this and then first ian was just kind of like avoiding eye contact (laughs) he's like yeah i can also have someone go in my place and then ian's just like looking around (laughs) (laughs) not me man like what it's also just another one of those moments too where like clearly his name's gonna end up written somewhere in history again and mm-hmm. like they couldn't catch this shit fort, Ta- fort, fort ticonderoga i know like, it's like 
yeah. Jamie Fraser was instrumental in the battle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Good point. Yeah. I'm over here like timeline mapping. And, like... No, it's hey, it's really hard this episode to keep track because I was mm-hmm. I was struggling because you got the flyer that the Declaration of Independence was signed with Willie, and yep. then Claire is wearing like full woolen scarves in her scene. <laughs> so it's clearly not summer for her. But then her like Ian is with her and then he's going over to the swamp and meets Willie at the same yeah. time. And I was just like, my, my, my head hurt trying to my, keep it yeah. all straight. Yeah. And again, I want to see that map because like mm-hmm. <laughs> Ian's all over the damn place. Ian, yeah. Ian's quick. Right. yeah he he really is maybe he's maybe there's some magic in that swamp i don't know yeah right <laughs> he has Rolo magic yeah Rolo, true so there was a real quick scene back in or in the future with roger and brie mm-hmm. um where he's like painting and it was kind of a cute scene he actually looked you know he had like his t-shirt on i really it felt very like 2000s almost but I literally thought he was wearing like an Abercrombie t-shirt or something <laughs> like this logo on it. I'm like, what? But then this is when uh, Mandy's in that, you know, pantry closet room thing mm-hmm. locked in there and this whole scene. And um, there wasn't much to it, to be honest. Um, yeah, oh, it just oh. kind of leads you into the Brie telling yeah. Roger she got the job and he's not very excited for her. Exactly. Um, my only note is like, Roger, please stfu and just be a stay-at-home dad okay like just mm-hmm, chill. yeah like stop with this like nonsense and yeah. just live your best life dude come on he's just it's so odd to me because he's like in the past not feeling like he has a place and Bree's doing great in the past and then they go back to the future where he was like he had a life he had a job he and he was thriving, and now he still somehow feels out of place. It's odd. Yeah, I know. Like just feels relax. like excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, want to not, sing. <laughs> not his best. Not his best scene. Not his best. I'm hoping we don't get too many more like that right. moving forward. So, so back to like Ian and Rolo, and yes. Ian helping William with his wound, which looks bad that was insane that was over the top on those like makeup effects okay (laughs) it's like black death like rotting flesh ian digs out pieces of wood and did we notice that he didn't like sterilize his blade first in like a fire or anything I'm like, did you not learn anything from Claire? Well, How long have you lived with her? Yeah. You're this dirty blade in there. Right, true. Um, mm-hmm. But he did, though, do the water, which I wondered if it was, like, boiled water, maybe. I mean, I feel like that wouldn't make sense to pour on the wound, too. But, like... It could have been po- boiled water that was then, like, cooled down. Maybe. But... I, I was kind of proud of his, like, quick to action on the medical skills, mm-hmm. too. Like, definitely, like, weird with him stuffing stuffing that knife in there, for sure. <laughs> but I was kind of like, oh, sh-. like, when it was happening, I'm like, oh, my God, is he, like, applying stuff that he learned from, like, Claire? This is so mm-hmm. cool. And... Yeah. yeah, and he put the clean... The thing I was proud of is he put that, like, clean gauze down on it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. We're not putting that, like, dirty <laughs> yeah, twist he... of cloth back on. Yo, that he just happened to have. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. Do they carry like Claire made balls? him? Claire yeah. was like, take this with you. <laughs> Keep this from the invisible beasties. Okay. Just keep him away. I missed him not sterilizing the knife. That's a good catch. Yeah. That's yeah, a pretty big ick factor. But Ian is definitely back to being like badass Ian in these scenes for sure. Like, yeah. yeah. He's take charge and he can handle anything, basically. I didn't think. Like when I knew someone was gonna find him, right? I mm-hmm. did not plan on it being Ian. That was the coolest little surprise. I thought it was gonna be, I don't know, like literally Arch anybody bug. else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But it was just like a really cool. It was just like a cool dynamic between the two of them. Um, and then there was that scene when they were like talking. Oh, they were they were. You know, he was basically saying how he knew Willie and the connection mm-hmm. between um, Lord John Gray and, you know, Jamie. And But there was a cute scene where Willie's basically like, you know, oh, my, you know, my dad, Lord John Gray, like, you know, he really respects Jamie Frazier. And then Ian <laughs> looks at him and is like, respect goes both ways. It was <laughs> such a, like, it was such a, like, gay Jamie, like, speaking through ian like, <laughs> like i was like is he gonna wink at the end of this there, there felt like so many winky moments in that yeah. whole conversation yeah. i'm like it's just so weird i was like oh yeah like i know who you are and i know about like your dad's like like love obsession with like my uncle <laughs> it was really cute yeah yeah and then we also have the death song part Mm-hmm. You know, where he explains to him about the death song. Um, and all William has for his death song is his name. His name. Oh, I, William. Yo, I actually caught that incorrectly, and I thought it was us seeing Willie realize he may not be of his own heritage. I was thinking he was, like, kind of realizing it, maybe. I don't know. I think he definitely struggles with his identity before he... Like, that's. I think that's what we're seeing, right? It's like he... Sure. He right now, I think he's trying to be a soldier and a player in this revolution in order to know who he is and to like give him something besides yeah. just being an earl. True. Um. So Aww. yeah, I think he struggles with those issues, like the teen angst, like figuring himself mm-hmm. out. Um, yes. I was just like, yeah, if it was my death song, I'd be like singing like Lady Gaga paparazzi. <laughs> and be like, <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. No, no, no. <laughs> I like that your death song is singing how you're you're your own biggest fan. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it'd probably be bad romance, like literally. Oh my god. <laughs> Feel free to edit that in there. I just want to also add that I thought it was super cute when Ian like covers him with a blanket and I was like yes. Ian and loves him. He does, and Rolo like nestled up next to William yeah. and and Ian's like, oh, he knows your family, or yeah. like he thinks of you as family. Sorry, right. and yeah, again, winky face, yeah, right, <laughs> yo. Oh, I thought the beans were gonna get spilled in the scene. I was kind of hoping it. Rolo was so cute too. I just wanted yes. to give him pets. Oh yeah, my Rolo's gosh, so I'm so jealous. They get to work with him all the time. Me too. That must be so cool. Um, I can never remember. This is why memory is not my thing. I could never remember Rolla's name. I'm always like, yeah. white dog, fox. 
they don't address him much they don't in the oh, show no. and so yeah. he's like a, we read about him a lot no. <laughs> so that's why we have an unfair advantage that's true that. yeah you're seeing the the name written down can oh, we okay. talk next about claire mumbling in the tub oh my god guys <laughs> what? yeah oh now I, I remember both of your faces when i was like is tom christie dead and you're both like <laughs> um what on earth was this scene oh my god he like oh just god. kisses her on the lips and i'm like i literally look at my notes it just says ha 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 i literally was like like i did this like crazy laugh and claire's eyes and her face so after. good so good yeah. oh my right. god deer in the headlights totally yes oh my god. giant eyes yeah. like, what I, I literally screamed out loud yeah i was like ah! yeah right I get the impression that they are good friends, like the actors are good mm-hmm. friends because yeah, I felt yeah. like they had such good chemistry in this scene. Like Yo, it was yeah. all like her face through the whole thing. Like she's just happy, surprised through the whole <laughs> scene. And then, you know, Tom's like, it was so good. Basically was- born again. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Like, just yeah. so happy to see her. I was just He's like, like been baptized yeah. in Claire. He's just yeah. like <laughs> Um, I literally was like, oh my god, do I love Tom Christie? You do. I have in this note, Aaron. I was like, Do you guys remember last season when I was like, I love Tom Christie? And you're like, but he beats his daughter. And I'm like, <laughs> This is the Tom that I remember. Like, he's become our Tom Christie. Like, I'm now just like, oh, no, you're like an OG cast member now. Ah. When he says, when they're talking in the inn, and he says, I shall have no peace while you live, woman. Mind, I say, I don't regret it. I was like, oh, this is like Pride and Prejudice level. Yeah. Right. He's really sweet with her. Like, the... Like his, I don't know, his infatuation, his love. It's so pure for yeah, her. It it's like really sweet. And, and the tear. Yeah. The tear. It is so pure, Katie. You're right. His his character definitely got kind of like a rewrite. Like yeah. it feels yeah. like as the story goes on. And I'm I'm here for it. Like here I'm happy that mm-hmm. he ends up where he does. And I'm very happy to whistle past. Yeah early Tom Christie I yeah so I I really like him and this kind of transitions into a scene where Claire and Jamie are then talking about it yeah oh, wait sorry. we have to pause we really have important to... part really important oh yes part. I'm sorry Tom Christie placed the obituary in the oh! newspaper yes <laughs> done mind blown that was yeah. like oh my god same this is what brought Brie and Roger back in time and as we learn it is still placed in the newspaper yep so like time has not been changed in that way it still happened but yeah this is also what I was thinking when you asked if he was dead or not I was like he's not dead because he places the obituary like Like, big (laughs) um how about when he starts talking about Alan and she just gets like I know she doesn't tell him like oh <laughs> me and Ian and Mrs. Bug plan to yeah and he's son. still out there in the woods mm-hmm. yeah um and she just doesn't tell him and doesn't even get addressed 
she's no just like, she's just like mouth closed love you too tom <laughs> sorry <laughs> i also love what she's like what do you pray for tom and he's like you're a most uncomfortable woman which is the title of the episode and she's uh, like oh <laughs> i don't need to pry it's like yes you do claire yeah she, she's pry. living for it he like, loves it she does love it. She tells Jamie she doesn't, but she does. Like she's key. like everybody's always in love with Jamie, and now it's my turn. Right. Like we saw her face when he kissed her. She was feeling something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Katie, yeah. So then we go. Yeah, to- I'm sorry. I didn't no, need to okay. like go over this very important part here. But they get <laughs> like so she and Jamie are talking about it, and I'm really curious to hear how you felt about this scene because and and get your take on their Jamie's jealousy or how Claire felt about the Tom Christie stuff what did you guys think of this (laughs) I I will (laughs) I will let Tiff go because my notes are literally all about the sex scene (laughs) okay first of all my note is about it being filmed in the golden hour and like how lucky are they to get that lighting right (laughs) it was just like their golden hour scene right but I thought it was cute in them. The only part I didn't like was the like butt slapping scene because it just was a little awkward. Wait, no. Can I just say <laughs> it was like 100% like Outlander, like breaking the third wall and being like, we know you love this butt. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> right. <laughs> but oh I thought it was cute because they, you know, I think Claire was jealous of Larry and like I liked all the callbacks to things that happened in their past and earlier yeah. in their lives together and it just felt like a couple thing you know remember when this happened right. and I stuck you with a snake's fang and blah 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 yeah thought it was tastefully done because it's like I thought so too things started to happen and then we like fade away I well they good. didn't rely solely on like um like full nudity like nudity like his butt mm-hmm. and i honestly it was really like it was a really powerful scene like it was like a strong foreplay scene between them between them mm-hmm. and it did like it did enough like it yes. really was like i mean i was just getting hot and bothered a little bit on that scene <laughs> um and then they kind of go into this really like strong embrace together too Mm -hmm. like he's very direct he's very quick he like goes for it and then gets her real close and then the camera angle just like follows so smoothly onto the bed and then moves over so you could see their bodies through the mirror which i Mm -hmm. thought was really cool i do you think katie i thought it was like the sex scene was well done but i was just I don't know. I was sad to see Tom Christie's feelings for Claire be used as just like <laughs> foreplay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This like I, I don't know. Again, it, it, this just like sh- struck a m- like a bad chord for me in terms of like their main character energy, where it's like, dude, this guy has like real feelings, and you're just I like, yeah. using it as like a way to get hot and bothered within your relationship and I don't know maybe I'm thinking about it a little too deeply but this like coupled with like the French gold thing it hit weird for me but like then you know their closeness was very was Mm. nice and that was well done and you know and I think it was our first scene like that was our first one of the season right yes yeah Um, episode four 
Like I was like, oh, okay. They like they know the audience is missing missing this a little bit. At least this audience member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay, this next scene, they're taking Willie's arm. I what? know. This just like threw me. Oh, oh wait, I have to comment. Where the hell is Claire? Like I'm just like if Ian is in close proximity. Why are we not going to the OG doctor that can like help out this family member? Like it absolutely makes no sense. This is again, we need the map because like the yeah. dismal swamp is that in North Carolina? Like I or where is Virginia. the dismal swamp? That's yeah. in Virginia, and Ian's on the way to the Shawnee Nation, so he's like passing through Virginia. So maybe yep. I don't know. And Claire's still in North Carolina, or are they on their I way to Fort so. Titan? I can't Ticonderoga. I guess she's on her way at this point. (laughs) But it does allow us to get to meet Rachel and Denny Hunter. And like you said, they're going to try to take William's arm and he doesn't want them to, which is very Jamie Frazier of him. Yeah. He he was like, I'd rather die than lose my leg. (laughs) It was such a plot twist for me, though. Like, I just suddenly like, oh, my God, we're like. And now we're dealing with the Willie's arm getting amputated. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, come on. And it was really graphic. It was almost a little too graphic for me. Like, I don't know if I want to see that much of, like, close up on that wound. Like, Yeah. It was, like, next level pimple popping. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. The sound effect. They, like, placed the blade and it's, like, pus. Oh, my God. Yeah, when it squirted out and they're, like, oh, it's fine. I'm, like, What? No, that yeah, this was a little weird. They're like, the arm has to go, and then it ruptures, and they're like, yeah. it's fine. And it's like, his arm still looks what? bad. Yeah, <laughs> like still black. Like what? We they did a real one eighty there. I mean, happy he didn't lose yeah. his arm, but at the same time, it was like, right. um, okay. Really quickly, um, when they come up to the hunter's house and like Ian's looking to get William help and there's this little look between him and Rachel and it's like yeah, lots of them a lot of fire there it was very cute very cute um I thought they were gonna do some type of like reference to Dr. Rollins was it Dr. Rollins her book mm-hmm. her stuff mm-hmm. where like maybe she does know some Claire stuff but like through the Dr. Rollins stuff you know which I thought would have mm-hmm. been kind of cool Denny does seem like he's a competent doctor and surgeon. Like he yeah. seems to know what he's doing. So that's good to know that there's more than just Claire Fraser, I guess, out there yeah, doing true. good work. Um, I feel like they also like bait and switched us on like him being her brother. Like I literally was like, oh, this cute doctor couple. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, Ian was giving like some serious sugar daddy vibes. That whole scene, he's just like, here's some money. For a horse. <laughs> like, no, he can keep the craw. He can keep it. The rosary. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, girl. And she's just looking at him like, oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> here's his money for some... an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Right. They do have some great chemistry, Ian and Rachel. I'm happy to see it. Yeah. The angsty look she has when he yeah. rides off. Oh. It's just like insert. Yeah. this is also very jane austen when she he ian's like it's been my pleasure to meet you (laughs) or whatever it's like they can't say anything more intense than that like it's the most intense thing they've ever said to each other that's gotta be weird back then you know like (laughs) 
what do you do i know like they can't even like hold hands like yeah. they're not allowed to do anything but they can't even like plan either because he's like leaving to go to like you know the native americans and like she thinks she'll never see him again right yeah. like the chances of her seeing him again are so right? slim so mm. yeah she's her heart's breaking she's like should i tell him that i love him like, uh, yeah <laughs> guys i would have been so in my head like i would have overanalyzed every single word left on red said to me literally <laughs> yeah here i am like complaining about all the times i get ghosted in this century and i'm like back then it was like don't die <laughs> nice to meet you don't go Could to have been my husband <laughs> <laughs> Then I think we're back in the 1980s and Brie got home from like a long day at work and she just wants some chips (laughs) and she cannot find those snacks. Yeah, she's hungry. It tur- and it turns out it's Jem again. And he says that he stole them for the Nuklavi. The Nuklavi. Yeah. Which he is, is nuts. <laughs> Jem is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. He says that he met this Nuklavi outside and he said he'd take Mandy if he didn't bring him food. And I don't know, like Brie and Roger are whistling past this, and I'm a little bit like, should we not just call the authorities just in case there's some deranged man out there? Right. Like stalking your children. I I did (laughs) I did like Roger's like interpretation of it all and what was happening, and like kind of his explanation Mm -hmm. with like, you know, magic. He has seen magic, he's a time traveler, he comes from magic. So it was nice to have like an actual, like kind of intelligent breakdown of like what was happening here um and then you know and then just kind of like feeling for jemmy too and like his own displacement within this whole timeline and being in the past and then also like them just you know still not asking jemmy about the freaking gold like get on this shit before he starts hallucinating more shit like come on (laughs) how are you gonna this is gonna be a boy who cry wolf situation here trying to find this. i know what can they believe right I do like that they immediately blame Jamie. They're like, oh, I know. Did, did your granddad teach you about yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. like, he would have. Yo. Like, here we are 200 years in the future and he's still yeah. <laughs> in our butt. Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. My lord. But I agree with you, Tiff. Like, it was the level of concern was slightly misplaced yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just i like... just would be making sure there was no crazy person living in my woods that's all <laughs> i mean someone is threatening yes to steal to kidnap. your daughter yeah yeah right either your son is making that up which is highly alarming or there's right. actually a person out there Right. who has threatened to kidnap your daughter mm-hmm. oh more should be done mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure oh but that's kind of the end of that like Jem mm-hmm. gets his punishment and then we go back to william's yeah. recovery and okay william and rachel it? flirting yeah. yeah which i feel like william's kind of bad at it I don't know. It wasn't working for me. Thank you, Katie. I just like we the difference between Ian and Rachel flirting and then William and Rachel flirting was like William doesn't have as much experience, I don't think. But I'm like, she swiped right already on Ian, like or swiped left on Ian. Like, come on. Like she's already (laughs) moving in on Willie. (laughs) No, I 
but this was him like this felt like him like yeah. he was like you're taking care of me so i'm immediately in love with you yeah. <laughs> and then she's like i call bullshit like i'm just like available in that i'm here yeah. and you need to slow your roll like i'm not interested yeah. oh my god but- I, I literally kept forgetting why she was shaving him. I'm like, he can't shave himself. Like, this is so stupid. Does he not shave, like, weekly? I'm like, oh, yeah, his arm, right? <laughs> Which, like, oh, Wolverine yeah. I guess healed. it must have been his dominant hand. Well, how long has it been? That's, again, I'm, They've like, They've been so there confused. a while. Oh, okay, because yeah. that thing looked pretty darn good. Um, yeah. Is that, like, place covered by his insurance? Like, I don't understand this. <laughs> like, like, literally, like, home health care. I don't know. It was kind of a a weird scene but it also is like one of those plot scenes where it's like he's planning to go with her and mm-hmm. now they're gonna like buddy up and like travel together i maybe you guys can help me i couldn't tell what her i didn't understand what the heck was going on with her like she she's a quaker yeah a quaker but like is she what side is she on like i couldn't figure out so they're like pro revolutionaries so okay. most of the quaker people they had their meeting, which is kind of like a church, like their church thing. And they all prayed and everyone decided that God was saying the best way to peace, because the Quakers are all about peace, right? Um, is to reconcile with England. So to support England. And Denny felt moved that actually what they needed to do was support the rebel cause. And because that seemed to be supporting violence the rest of their quaker like family cast them out and like exiled them Mm. and so now they're leaving to go join the rebel cause and try to support them not through fighting but like through denny's healing Mm, and being a doctor for them so they're going up to fort ticonderoga Mm. which is also where (laughs) cartwright is going and that's who william needs to get his letter to yeah and then also new surprise it's where jamie and claire are going to yeah yep well like all of a sudden we get the claire voiceover and they get through this clearing in the woods and jamie's just there hey it's for i was like what okay again this is so crazy to me being someone of like the year 2023 and i barely leave like my bedroom and these people are like all over the map like (laughs) they walked from north carolina to like upper like like, new york state they were just on a bow they were just like i mean it's just oh my god (laughs) come on (laughs) i live in new york state and i feel like that drive to fort ticonderoga is too far for me (laughs) it's long Um, so to walk there the drive to the deli is too far for me like literally (laughs) i am excited to see some like history stuff though in the next few episodes some like battle stuff yeah wait okay i know you guys are good at history i just don't remember (laughs) what the heck is happening at battle of ticonderoga do you guys remember i don't i just remember that it was something right yeah so I did like refresh my memory with some Googling today. So ah, like I knew you would. I had a feeling. <laughs> so <laughs> uh earlier in the revolution, Fort Ticonderoga was taken from the British by the Green Mountain Boys and Ethan Allen and Benedict Arnold. So mm. the rebels like have possession of it, but now the British are moving to try to take it back. So there's gonna be a battle there. That I won't tell you. I don't know. 
I mean, I know it's history, but I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. But so, it'll be cool. Yeah. So that brings us to our reviews. Oh, yeah. We have to do this. Too. <laughs> we do. Want to whip through them quickly? Yeah. Do you want to go first, Aaron? I'll go first again. Totally. Let's see. I'm giving this one. I'm giving this one like a nine. I liked it. Ooh. What? It was cute. It got me out of my funk a little bit. Like Love it, it was good. Lots of stuff that I didn't expect to see. You know, you have episodes where you just see stuff that you didn't expect to see, but you could care less for it. This was the opposite. This was like, okay, we got some out of the blue stuff. We got 19, the 1980s. We got this like, mm-hmm. you know, um, HGTV kind of vibe on those those scenes. <laughs> we Here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, I want to see more. I want to see the upstairs. I'm excited. Like, you know, like. They got to get oh, that money first. <laughs> yeah, get that get that coin and like then get the renos going. I want before and afters, like full before and afters. Um, I like, you know, the Jamie and Claire scenes, you know, were cute, but I feel like they were like not as strong as the other scenes in this one. Ian was like the MVP of this episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just so cute. I had a whole Ian moment. I was just like, this is like hands down one of my favorite characters. And he's been in the show for so long. And we've truly seen him evolve. We've seen so many branches of his storyline. And now he's such a main cast member. And um, it was nice to see him like, you know, kind of handle Willie, how I think Jamie and Claire would handle Willie and mm-hmm. as an extension of them. Um yeah, it was good. I like that they're going to give him a little bit of a romance. I sense that. I see that. Like, clearly something's going on there. And I'm like, it's time. Move mm-hmm. on. Like, that's the theme for a lot of people this week. And then <laughs> <laughs> the interview scene I thought was really good, too. I love that mm-hmm. scene. It was super cute. Um, I love just seeing her, like, totally empowered. I could have done without the gore. Like, I didn't. And, and like, a stick in the arm of all things oh. is just, like... I've been a kid in the woods like that just doesn't happen that easily okay like get out of here um and then yeah and the snake and it was just like kind of strange yeah I think that about does it for me I got a nine a solid nine. Oh, and Willie's super cute I love Willie mm-hmm. <laughs> he is cute like fan I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go with an eight a solid eight for me for this episode I really really enjoyed it I got a lot of entertainment out of it some highlights for me like you were saying Aaron are the interactions between these different characters so the Ian and William stuff I loved meeting Rachel and Denny and the interactions between Ian and William and them was were great Claire and Tom Tom. (laughs) I was obsessed with that it just made me so happy the way Tom looked at Claire just made my heart swell through yeah. sizes. I was like, it's just yeah. so sweet. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see some plot moving forward. Like the history stuff coming is it's gonna be really fun. Yeah. So uh an mm. eight for me. Nice, cool. Okay, Excellent. we have a what, median mean of eight point five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I, per usual, I guess I'm gonna bring that down a little bit. So sorry, guys. <laughs> How so I'm gonna give it, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it a seven point five. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. We were we were all bouncing all over the place. Um, I love seeing Molly Brooke coming to yes. life, and yep. the actor playing William is really great. I think he's doing a great job. 
um, besides Brie not answering Roger's question about looking like the Laird. (laughs) (laughs) My other favorite part of this episode was just, you know, you're getting the manic William like about to drink swamp water and then we just pan (laughs) up and there's this like judgy Ian standing there like, may I help you? (laughs) And like, that was so key. I loved that so much. Um, And yeah, we're just, we're, we're moving towards big things and I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Me too. All right. Four down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for all listening and chatting with us. Um, And if you like what you hear, please, please uh, feel free to subscribe, like, follow us on Instagram and we'll catch up with you for episode five. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.